From the Pamela Family Studio, you're listening to Faith and Family Statehouse Update. I am Joshua Putnam, president of Palmetto Family. Palmetto Family believes life is a precious gift from our Creator and that it should be valued and protected under the law from conception to natural death. That's why we support any effort which seeks to reduce abortions in South Carolina. We applaud the leadership and effort of many elected officials who have dedicated their time in the State House to defending life. Representative Josiah Magnuson has introduced a bill that would give unborn children personhood status under the law, and in doing so, give them a right to life. I want to inform you of one important opportunity before we begin. If you believe life should be protected, please head over to palmetofamily.org where you will find a pro-life petition. Signing that petition is your best way to tell your state legislators and your fellow South Carolinians that you believe our state should defend the right to life. Again, you can find that petition at palmetofamily.org. Learn more about the personhood bill right now with Representative Josiah Magnuson. Well, today we're joined with Re- Representative Josiah Magnuson, uh, who represents Spartanburg, um, and we're down here in his office, and we're talking about an important bill. It's called Personhood. It's H3920, and it's in the South Carolina State House. So, Representative Magnuson, would you kind of explain to our listeners kind of what uh, personhood is and what does personhood do? Thank you, Josh. It's a privilege to be able to be with you this morning, and definitely it's a privilege to be uh, carrying the torch on the Personhood Act. This has been something that has been introduced um, throughout, uh, down through the years for uh, probably over a decade now. But um, this year, uh, I'm the, the sponsor of it, as you mentioned, 3920. Um, what personhood does is we believe it gives a consistent perspective uh, declaring that life begins at conception. And this is something the pro-life movement you know, holds up as the standard. And, uh, and we believe that this bill really puts that into, into law, uh, declares that, that life, uh, that the right to life vests at fertilization. So, you know, from that moment of conception, uh, it's a human being. It's not something other than a human being. Yeah. And uh, so those, that right to life exists. And what happened was in, uh, in Roe v. Wade, what we saw was the Supreme Court uh, did not acknowledge that life began at conception. Of course, they said, uh, we don't know when life really begins. And so we can't really say that there is a right to life. And so we, we kind of get, they kind of got off into the weeds about this viability and, uh, and various other arguments, um, ultimately finding there's a right to an abortion in the Constitution, which is, which is wrong. Yeah. You know, that, that's, uh, that's completely bizarre. But the, the, what we really do find, I believe, in the Constitution is the right to life. We find that in the Fifth and the Fourteenth Amendments. Um, and so personhood has a has a constitutional basis yeah. that we're we're actually uh, saying, as the Fourteenth Amendment says, no state can deny the due process uh, before they take away life. Yeah. And then it also says that uh, every state has to give to every person the equal protection of the laws. And so that's what this personhood act does: is it says the unborn child is a legal person under the Fourteenth Amendment, therefore it has the right to life, and uh, therefore the state has the the duty to protect that yeah. life. Uh, I guess that is what's unique about personhood bill is is it is establishing that that child from the point of conception has constitutional rights that are currently not um, expressed. Um, that's not that that child does not get to enjoy those constitutional rights. And so 
if I'm not mistaken, the bill kind of addresses that from the point of conception and really kind of emphasizes that that person does have rights underneath the Constitution. Am I correct on that? That's right. That's exactly okay. right. And what we're trying to do here is we're not ashamed to say uh, we're trying to set up a court challenge to Roe yeah. v. Wade, and we'd okay. like to see that overturned. And, of course, we've seen um, other cases since then, KCV Planned Parenthood adjusted uh, the the sort of ruling of Roe a little bit, but but basically that same argument still has stood um, that the unborn child in the womb does not have a right to life, and so this would directly uh, stand contrary to that. And um, we think that with the you know current uh, workings going on with the Supreme Court, um, that we would really have a chance yeah. of of upholding this again using that correct legal argumentation that we understand is in this bill. Yeah, and can you give our listeners kind of a a, a kind of a I guess a 40,000 foot view of, of how that legal challenge would happen if personhood were to be passed. Like it would be kind of, it'd be challenged in the courts. And then what is kind of the procession to get it to the Supreme Court for a bill like that? So sure. So the first thing is, of course, the bill has to be enacted. And, and Governor McMaster has said that he would sign uh, the personhood act if it's passed by the, the House and the Senate. Um, but then it would be uh, no doubt a, an injunction would be yeah. uh, laid against it uh, by a district court here in South Carolina somewhere. Yeah. Um, and that would prevent any of the act from being enforced for the time being. But w- the, but then um, the state would appeal that. Yeah. The attorney general's office would would appeal it to the circuit court, the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, and then the Supreme Court would have the uh, ability to decide whether to take up the case. And that's called uh, uh, giving it cert, giving okay. it a. a, a the ability to be heard there at that at that high level. So it would okay. be a little bit of a long process, a few yeah. years down the road. But this is really our shot, I believe, to um, you know at that opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and I think for our listeners to know is that's kind of the goal behind personhood is to get that court challenge to be able to challenge the foundation of Roe versus Way and and hopefully overturn that with a bill like this. Correct. That's exactly right. Yep. And also for our listeners to know, um, personhood bill would not um, would not prevent contraceptions or anything like that. Um, so if you have a birth control pill or something, it's not going to bar that, right, and all that kind of stuff. That's right, Josh, and I appreciate <clears throat> you bringing that up. We don't include exceptions in this bill uh, because every person is a human being, and we don't yeah. allow for, for any exception that, that somebody's life can be taken for no reason. But we do include clarifications, and I think that some of the clarifications are, are very important uh, in the, the personhood idea. Um, very chief amongst those would be, in fact, the life of the mother issue. Um, the life of the mother and the life of the child have equal weight. Yeah. And if the, uh, if the life of the mother is threatened, if there's a, a true medical reason, um, then the, the, uh, the language that we have right now says, you know, the, the, the medical doctor has to make every effort to save both lives, but if he cannot, yeah. you know, there's not going to be any repercussions there. So yeah. we, we do want to make sure that, uh, that we do clarify and we're on correct legal ground, uh, of course, with the language of the bill. Yeah. And I think, um, and I think from the pro-choice side, they always try to bring up those kind of um, hi- um, hypotheticals. Well, th- any, and we're talking about any pro-life bill here. They always say, well, this is going to stop um, contraceptions. You're not going to be able to get a birth control pill or anything like that, which is usually never the case with That's right. any pro-life bill. Right. Um, and then they also say, well, you're going to you're going to allow the mother to die out there on on the table and all that kind of stuff, which is which is another fallacy um, with any kind of pro-life legislation, um, and even kind of with what was going on in. 
in New York with passing that bill that would allow abortions in the third trimester. And they always use the excuse, well, the life of the mother, the life of the mother. Well, um, we talked to several OBGYNs, doctors and all that, and there's really never a case in that late of a pregnancy that you would actually have to kill that child's life to protect the life of the mother. Um, I feel like we, uh, the pro-life side, always needs to be able to combat that that false narrative out there about those kind of issues. That's right. And and we really are, in in my perspective, the position of compassion. We're looking at uh, uh, you know the statistics that show that abortion kills more people every year than any other. Uh, reason in uh, you know in the United States, yeah. Um, if you actually do think about the child being a, a being a human being, and and yeah. you know then abortion is the leading cause of death in uh, South Carolina and in in the nation. So, really, um, what we're trying to do is end that, and, and we're the compassionate perspective, and but we're also compassionate to women, yeah. and and we want for them to be able to to have the care that we need and uh, that they need, and definitely there's a lot of um, medical clinics and, and free, you know, pregnancy centers and so forth um, all across the state and across the country that have stepped up to um, to help women. And so, and uh, as well as adoption centers, foster care. I know you've done a whole lot of work yeah. with foster care. I think that's very commendable. Yeah. But the pro-life movement is so much more than just this, uh, this ending abortion legislatively. Um, but I think it is part. Uh, I think the, the ending abortion legislatively is an important piece of the yeah. puzzle uh, because it's about justice. And so I think we do have to enact the right laws um same as with murder you know yeah. we're compassionate to to the families of the people who have been murdered we're compassionate to the to the murderer himself but um you know at the end of the day we got to have law yeah. that actually puts into place that that principle of justice exactly well is there anything else you think our listeners need to know about your bill um personhood in south carolina just really we believe that that we can achieve this act um yeah. i think we have got a, a great shot at it in the 2020 session here um the time is now to end this this dark trade of abortion and um it's within reach but what we need is grassroots support and yeah. i would just encourage everybody to um remember that that this life at conception this concept is the heart of the pro-life movement and uh, and to consider backing this personhood act because i think that um, that this would truly uh, give us some good success and uh, it would enable us to have the correct approach to end uh, abortion by overturning Roe v. Wade. Well, well, we thank you for your time. Thank you for your efforts in protecting life and really defending um, the most vulnerable in our society and that um, it's important for our society to realize that that life is a precious gift from our creator, that he creates life and that we all the other issues in society all goes down to the foundation that is life and all that. So we can't, I mean, we, we talk about all the other issues in our society, but it all goes, I think it all goes down to, we don't value life from the point that the Lord creates life at conception. And I think that's the reason why we see in our nation, all the other issues where we don't, we don't value people on race. We have, a, we have race issues in our country. We've got um, in, inequality issues. Um, and I think, all of that goes down to we have an underlying issue in our country, and that is that we truly don't value life. Um, and if we if we can't value life from the time of conception, we're not going to be able to fix all the other issues that we deal with that we see out there in the media. And the media likes to talk about and all that kind of stuff. All of that goes down to I think the founding principle that we truly, as a nation, we can't value life until we value it at the point that it is created. 
Absolutely. So. Absolutely. When we understand God's the creator, yeah. we're made in the image of God, then I think this whole thing makes sense. Yep, exactly. Well, thank you, Representative Magnuson. His bill is House Bill 3920, the personhood bill. Um, if you're interested about this bill or any uh, getting involved in a pro-life movement, please go to palmettofamily.org. Um, you can sign up there and stay informed on all these issues. So thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Josh. Yep. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay up to date on all the issues affecting your faith and family, subscribe to Faith and Family Statehouse Update on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to give us a good rating and leave us a positive review. Find bonus content in every episode of Faith and Family Statehouse Update at palmettofamily.org backslash statehouseupdate. This episode was mixed and produced by Briley Hughes. From the Pamela Family Studio in beautiful South Carolina, thanks for listening to this episode of Faith and Family Statehouse Update. We'll see you next week.